Hey everybody, welcome to Movie Mavens. I'm Carson Green. And I'm Annie Janes. You're listening to our Movie Mavens Diary. Annie, what have you been watching? Well, I have been watching things. And folks, if you're new to this diary episode, this is like our what we've been watching. I just want to recap this for any new listeners out there. We will not spoil these films. We spoil our double feature films. This is where you go when you want to know what to watch or you want to know what we're thinking about what you have been watching. So I'll dive right in with finishing Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you even started this? I have not, no. Um, But it's on the watch list because you highly recommended it to me highly recommend with with some critiques but i will say that i liked how it ended oh that's good i don't know i think it got interesting with every episode increasingly more interesting and the way that it ends is fun i I still i stand by my recommendation all that to say okay okay shout out childish gambino shout out Hopefully we can talk about it when you get a chance to watch it. Because I really want to know what you think. Okay. I've never seen the movie, the Mr. and Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie. You know how I was like, I didn't know the connection other than that it's a spy couple in love. There is, in Mr. Mm-hmm. and Mrs. Smith, the movie, I think they eventually turn on each other. And so yeah. I thought that that was not going to happen in this, but it kind of does happen. I think it does happen in like an interesting way, like more of a twisty way okay. and mm-hmm. or subverted maybe. Um, I think it was a really fun ride. I like that description. Anyways, what's something you've been watching? Okay. The complete opposite vibe, complete opposite <laughs> vibe, not fun. <laughs> Don't <No>. recommend. <laughs> Stay away. Um, yeah, seriously. Okay, I watched um, a documentary called The Art of Killing, or The Act of Killing. Yeah, The Act of Killing. This documentarian and his crew go to Indonesia. Okay, well, let me take a step back. In the 1960s, in the late 1960s, there was a genocide in... um. Indonesia of anyone who was perceived to be communist or anyone who had ties to a communist party. And then that grew to be um, anyone with Chinese affiliation at all whatsoever. So it was a huge, massive massacre, massive genocide that lasted for like eight months. And, um, a lot of these guys who were carrying out the act of killing um, are still alive. The and car- so like back- a lot of the mm-hmm. people responsible for the genocide. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The the murderers. Yes. Literally yes. the people who were enacting the genocide. Yes. And um, wow. so fast forward to 2012. Uh, This camera crew, this documentarian and a camera crew go to Indonesia and they want to talk to the guys who were committing these murders. Uh, Well, not only that, they want to have them recreate what it was like 
And so they have these guys create a film within the documentary. Whoa. Wait, so they have the, like, genocide people. Yeah. Create a film? Yeah. Whoa. Reenacting specific things that took place. Were they trying to see if they could, like, trigger empathy or something from them? Or guilt or shame? I mean, you, yeah, you might think, yeah. Um, <laughs> or was it some weird fucked up art project? No, I think I think that's what it was ultimately. You know, I think they were trying to um, add some humanity yeah. to what it was, like just what took place. Um, unfortunately, though, these men were just heinously evil people. And I got to tell you, it was an extremely difficult watch. It was so casual, like evil was so casual. And the reason I watched this is um, a friend of mine recommended this to me after watching Zone of Interest. And she was like, it's about like both films are really about the banality of evil and like how easy it is for some people to just be evil. But in this, it's a documentary. So you are watching the real people, whereas, like, it would be like watching Zone of Interest, but it's an actual Nazi alive right now. Nazi yeah. soldier from World War Two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that, which makes it yeah. difficult to watch. Is this what makes it so difficult, just watching them be evil? Yeah. Uh. I mean, you know, they, like, not to be gruesome, but, you know, they do literally reenact how they murdered so many different people. Uh, I mean, it was thousands of people, like thousands of people died at each of their hands. And it's just like, yeah, it was really painful. And and I think just like how casually and cavalier they were like about, Oh yeah. You know, we had a whole office here and this is how we killed all these people here. And, um, and then too, it was really interesting. There were like different, like okay there was a guy the guy who runs the printing press in that in that particular town um was he like hosted a lot of the guys so that they could go and kill people in the printing press like he had no problem doing that and then and then you know all these years later in the documentary he's like oh i had no idea what they were doing but you know yeah but he um and Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, it was just genuinely very upsetting witnessing like complicity and just literally like, yeah, je- like these men were proud of what they had done. Not so not a recommend, but like, is there any, no, it, is there, yeah, is there any part of this that's worth watching just because of, of that experience? Okay, well, it did win. I want it did win best documentary that year. I'm pretty sure. Um, if not the Academy Award, it definitely did win some awards. It's like a very decorated and celebrated. Okay. Um, it, you know, like it's really well done, but I would say, yeah, it's just genuinely extremely upsetting. But at the same time, like I learned so much. I learned about a war that I didn't even know happened. Yeah. World affairs that go down and then we don't even know about them. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, do you have something lighter for me? 
I do. I have um, one of the greatest comedies of all time. Oh? Hot Fuzz. Oh, okay. Have we hot fuzzed on this show? No, but we did watch one of his movies. We watched At World's End. Yeah, that's right. We watched Scott Pilgrim. That's right. Okay, too. But we haven't hot fuzzed. No. Well, anyways... Um, I was having a little movie night with some friends and we were trying to figure out what to watch. We wanted to watch This is Spinal Tap because they'd never seen it. Have you seen that movie? Uh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, I think you'd like it. It's really, it's also <laughs> like a very good comedy, but it's weird. It's like a mockumentary. Um, and it's like about an 80s hair band. It's been recommended to me. Here's the thing. It was nowhere to be found. The, the only way you could watch it was to have an AMC subscription. And that includes, you could not rent or purchase this digitally. Dude, I'm so... What the fuck is that? I'm so glad that you brought this up because literally last night I was watching our double feature, Nightcrawler. And I had to rent it. And I was like, wait a second. I need physical media. I need to invest my... (laughs) my money in physical media i need this dvd like i have to have it i'm gonna start investing in physical media i have to i mean it's like it's like we're just what we're just like hoping that it's out there somewhere like right and like take it a step further you couldn't even rent this that's so so we just straight up had to not watch it that's fucked up dude i'm gonna get you a dvd i'll send it to you (laughs) okay i'll get you nightcrawler On the topic of physical media, yeah. now that we're here, we, we should just park it for a second. Okay. I used to be pretty into physical media. Yeah. Specifically movies and physical versions of video games. And I still am into like vinyl records. Yeah. But you know what it is? It feels like it's, it just feels like um I collect these because these are, like add these all up and you get like a picture of what who I am, of Annie. Uh-huh. And that's cool, but do I need the clutter? Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. after so many times of moving, you know, from place to place, boxing them up, reorganizing yeah. them, mm-hmm. never watching them. Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn. So I really, I really like hit the brakes on physical media over the past couple years but it's like streaming has kind of become the wild west and things are now just being taken off like westworld like you can't watch that that's insane so it looks like physical media may need a return but then i say that but then best buy like mere weeks ago pulled all its physical media off the shelves are you serious yes I didn't hear about that. What the fuck? That's weird. I know. So all roads now lead to just torrenting. Like, it's like, okay, then I'll just own it digitally and I'll steal it because my hands are tied. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there was, I don't remember what gaming system it was, but there was all those games like a few months ago that you bought a digital copy of it and then like you no longer owned it uh, just all of a sudden like they can do that i think that was ubisoft or or ea is one of the shitty ones yeah 
which is really scary because games are really uh, like some games most games don't even have a physical copy right and they're expensive dude they say that in the future we will own nothing i disagree and it's happening slowly no i i don't want that and i uh-uh. hope not but that's you just don't even think that, think that will happen i don't know i don't know it's like it sucks i just like yeah it you're it's very accurate the way that you described it streaming is the wild wild west i literally yeah i cannot name one streaming platform that i go to to just literally scroll on like right i i have to know what i'm gonna watch before i even turn the tv on like it's just so <laughs> there it's just like there's so much like i don't know they're just cluttered Mm-hmm. with and it's not always necessarily good like why is nightcrawler not, not on netflix it was on netflix for so long uh, why'd they take it off okay so anyways hot fuzz <laughs> <laughs> yeah watch hot fuzz and that movie is so funny that is a movie that i think it's funnier with a rewatch mm-hmm. and you know me i don't love a rewatch but this one, it's like you catch new jokes every time, which is why I love rewatching comedies. <laughs> like I don't like yeah. to rewatch movies, like Arrested Development or The Office. Really, Arrested Development is so quick that you, I notice new things every time I rewatch it, and that's how Hot Fuzz is. So it's a delight to watch every time. Really funny. There's some goofs in there that, um give me like airplane vibes like the humor in that oh movie. yeah not mm-hmm. all not all the jokes are like that but some of them are like and slapstick yeah or just like um one one scene uh the main character simon Pegg, is trying to go talk to his girlfriend but his girlfriend works at she's like a um i don't know a csi person that is collecting evidence and marking things cleaning a crime scene mm-hmm. and her and a dozen other people are wearing like head to toe coveralls with like a hood and goggles and a mask on so everyone looks identical but simon Pegg like runs into the house and he he says this whole long spiel and ends it by saying her name julia and then the guy replies i'm not julia <laughs> And then he just turns around, literally just like 180s. And then he just says it all because he's facing her now. Like she was just like one oh foot away. Oh my God. Very funny. That's silly. Um, so yeah, that, w- that would certainly brighten your spirits after yeah. the act you know, of killing. You know, it's funny. I have heard from someone else that on every rewatch of Hot Fuzz that they find something new. So. Yeah. It's yep. like, it must just be peppered. I think it is. I, I think that a lot of Edgar Wright comedies are like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Hit me with something else. Okay. It's another downer. I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> are I watched- you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a step back <laughs> to reevaluate. <laughs> I need a new game plan. <laughs> Um, so I watched another documentary. This was a Max documentary, um, called Lover, Stalker, Killer. Have you heard of this? Yes, I have. Did you watch it? 
Nope. I just have heard those three words presented to me in a title. Okay. So it's a love story gone bad. I'd heard this story before. Like maybe I like saw it on Reddit or maybe I listened to a podcast episode about it. I don't remember specifically why I knew this case, but it is absolutely it was so fucking crazy there was so many twists and turns there i I didn't know what to believe i didn't know who to believe (laughs) i didn't know what was going on it was very surprising that's what i'll say it was very very surprising i love a twist it was so twisty and on top of that it was also extremely satisfying very very satisfying in the way of like justice or yeah justice but also it was just like really well made and like there's a lot of plant and payoff like it's almost non-stop plant and payoff but it's like not in a not in like an annoying or like foreshadowing way um just like we get so many answers and like Ah. this this case is so fucking weird and fucked up that you have so many questions, but all of them are answered. It's just really satisfying. It's a really good documentary. I do recommend it. This is, and it's also something that you can kind of listen to, like, um, you know, put on while you're like cleaning or, you know, playing a game or something. It's something that it's like a background that you can listen to. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Second screen recommend. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes dude second screen uh anyway what else have you watched i watched two episodes of the vince staples show which is new to netflix have you heard of this vince staples as in the the musician yes vince staples he's a rapper and he has a show on netflix five episodes and it's in the top 10 i think last i checked it was eight i believe good for him dude yeah good for him i'm gonna talk about how i feel about just the two episodes i've seen i'll report back when i watch them all again there's only five and they're 30 minutes long this is gonna be an easy breezy watch but so far honestly it's so similar to atlanta Mm. that you are forced to compare the two you know this is also like really absurd and surreal like atlanta is Mm -hmm. and obviously it's about a rapper made by the rapper about and kind of like tells stories that are kind of real life but you know very exaggerated and it's basically atlanta but not as good okay and that's not because it did anything wrong it's just that donald glover like started in film he's older wiser better faster stronger you know (laughs) yeah he's he's just like a more i I don't want to say talented he's more skilled he's older he is literally older it's just how vince staples opens for childish gambino at least he did when i saw them this is like the opening act to watching atlanta okay that's kind of cute not only that but like there the there's a full episode that takes place where like he's in um jail like he got pulled over but he had a warrant so they just had to hold him for a while and something very similar happens in atlanta and in this in atlanta i think it's like episode one or two and this it was episode one so it's not it literally is making you compare them which i don't think helps because it's just it just isn't going to be as good so i still recommend if you like atlanta and want more 
I don't know. And if you are a fan of the guy. I do like Atlanta and I do like Vince Staples. Well, five episodes, that's a short order. Okay, what I'm gleaming from this is it sounds like Vince Staples really admires Childish Gambino. He really admires Donald Glover. I think so. And I think it's so sweet that he... I don't know if he does. I guess he probably does. I feel like he would. And I was literally like picturing him asking him for tip, like yeah, advice, like on their little tour together. How cute. Dude. So I'm sure he does admire him. I'm down for this bromance, this bro, sa- <laughs> bro situationship. You know, I love to see uh, friends inspiring one another. That's really sweet to me. Truly. Truly. What else have you watched? I did go to a screening of a film from the 80s called Reanimator. Have you heard of this? No. It's about these two medical students. They're like residents. So they're doing their residency at this hospital. And um, one of them has discovered that they can reanimate a dead body classic using this insanely glowing green serum and then they learn like depending on how long the subject has been dead determines how much function the mind and body will have once they're reanimated it's really it was like okay is it like campy or is it serious it's extremely it's extremely campy yes i would say it's in the horror vein but the screening I was at, they had a panel with, um, like, I want to say the writer, one of the producers, and then two of the stars. One is a woman and one is one of the doctors. Um, and, like, you could just tell that all four of these people love this movie. And, like, the movie has followed their entire career, and, like, they're so happy to talk about it. They were so happy to be at this panel. They were so happy that, like, we all saw this movie together. Like, it was a huge screening. I mean, there was, like, 600 people there. And wow, it was just, like, it was very, it was, like, really heartwarming and just kind of, like, okay, like, this is what, like... You do create kind of like this quasi family when you're making a movie and then, you know, like you birth the movie together and then you just have this baby that you follow along for the whole rest of your life. (laughs) And something else I learned at this screening. Okay, I go I go to a lot of like I see a lot of movies. I go to a lot of different screenings, whether it's AMC or like a local. What do you call it? Like an art house theater. Yes. Uh huh. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And one thing I did notice about this screening, I really liked the audience at at this one. Like this movie is very weird. It has a cult following. It's extremely cult. And so my a friend of mine invited me to to this screening and she was like, you know, I've never seen it. I had never seen it. We went just like zero expectations. It was just like a movie that we wanted to see and have this experience. And But, like, the audience loves this movie. And they have <laughs> yeah. seen screenings of it. And they have gone and they have showed their friends. And they have talked about it. And they have read books. And they have watched interviews. And, you know, and you could just feel, like, the fandom in the audience. And I don't know. That just, like, really warmed my heart. It was so, like, 
it was a really it was a good screening it it is touching to see a large group of people get behind a single anything yes yeah (laughs) and like collectively love something yes okay the last thing i'll say about this is it's really interesting this was probably the worst looking film i had ever seen (laughs) like i have never seen a like a film so beat up like the the where the where they were they would break and you had to change the reels i've never seen (laughs) such beat to shit (laughs) of uh, such a beat to shit film like i'm serious i and i think it's because like it's so beloved and they've shown it a trillion times and they have one print (laughs) they have to use yeah (laughs) yeah that's no, funny it, it i don't think funny. i've seen anything like that it was really it was really interesting it was of it was a great experience um would you recommend I, the movie like just to watch at home or is I, it will it not translate as well uh i think i would recommend it for your movie night the next time you guys are like let's watch this is spinal tap you know what let's watch reanimator <laughs> put spinal tap back on the shelf because <laughs> you've sent me the dvd <laughs> yes exactly okay well that has been our movie maven's diary i believe yeah i think so um if you would like to recommend us something to watch next week uh hit us up on instagram at movie mavens or send us an email at movie mavens podcast at gmail.com and that's it movie mavens all the way out mm-hmm.